Hey, everybody, welcome to Gardens of the Untold Story. Andy and I were just having a wonderful chat in the in the back end there. And look at how he's got that flower thing going on. Actually, it looks like a, a couple of ears or something. Oh, it's my brain you know. coming up. It's my brain. <laughs> See? And it's on fire, Andy. It's on fire. It matches my shirt. So there's, it's something yep. from coming on out. I, I think it's, yeah, I think. Oh, and it's a, that's a beautiful flower, too. Yeah. Okay. So here we are again, folks. Hi, everybody. <laughs> nice to see you again. Oh, I know what I have to do is I have to do the comment. You have haven't done hi. that yet? Yeah, I, I try to do it now at the beginning of every time I start. So everybody knows. Hi, David. And there's Andy saying hi. And there's my dogs reacting to the, to the noises going on around my house. So I hope everybody's doing really good. So you made it to the uh, the thousand followers, right? Yeah, the, the channel just made a, a thousand followers or a thousand subscribers cool. uh, today. And but my cat is walking around just outside of of the fence, and that's what my dogs are barking at. And he keeps meowing at them at each other. They're not getting along. They're not getting along with each other. That's awful. Oh my goodness! No, 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 the cat will come and lay in the dog bed right beside me. Why are they? And, are, they are they barking at each other for? They're jealous. Oh, they talk to each other. It's oh, animals. It's Hi, like Roy. biology talking to each other. Yeah, it is. Hi, silly Lily. Hi, guys. You're all right. So, uh, talking to each other—that's a really good. That's a really good. Um, subject that we can talk about someday in terms of how everybody I talks died. to each other well yeah and and actually we're, we're supposed to be talking about using animals to increase microbial activity yeah. in the yeah. soil right. so that kind of matches up and and i know we have well, our friend diane falls on uh, and she's got lots of animals on her farm uh, she's a friend of lily's and uh, she's listening so we should probably get into it Okay, so the way I look at it, and the way I do everything, everything, everything that I do, uh, like the spray service, I usually tell people, "Hi, little silly. I, I, uh, I, I don't need to know how nature, how it works, how nature makes it works. You know the details, mm -hmm. stuff like that. All I know is if I get pretty close to the conditions that she does it, the, I, I'll be better off than if I didn't. And that's all I know. See, I don't know enough to say, well, you have to have all these things, conditions to make it work right. You know." So yeah. in the process of, uh, so my business really relies on not only being able to do the spraying because that's foliar application, stuff like that, but also doing something to the soil. And when I was young, I used to make my own compost. Right. Because that was the key to it. I, I, I couldn't rely on somebody else making compost for me for when my business depended on the soil being alive, which depended on having some, some resemblance of uh, live functioning compost. Yeah. And so... One of the things that I learned on early on, well, I was in Costa Rica for a while and Cuba, lots of animals. We had animals on our farm, you know, mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico, my parents aside. And I remember them uh, making compost and they weren't really making compost. They were just throwing their pile of manure up in one pile in the back and it was turning into compost. They were throwing it, everything into it. I guess over the years they learned how to just do it they don't say we're not making compost oh that's our recycling system you know and then, but they would take that they even had a uh, pressure cooker which they put inside the pile and they, woo, 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 they would take it out okay, that's no, how, whoa, 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 whoa. That's you, you're talking they, 
they, they were using the pressure cooker or heating up the pressure cooker using the compost pile. They would take the pressure cooker. You know, I, it was uh, they put a lid yeah. on it. You know, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, they stuck it in the pile, and they seen you. You know, they would come running out, take it out. You would see that the pressure cooker was ready like this. They'll open it up, and it would cook them, cook for them. It wasn't a really a big thing. It was a very simple thing. But yeah. I remember that that being on a the farm, they used everything. Everything went into that pile. Except for yeah. the, when you went to the bathroom, you did your own thing separately. They didn't mix it, which is mm -hmm. a good idea in the long in the long run. But everything else from any part of the animal, right, would go in there. Uh, they had I don't know about shredder shredders, but I know they chopped everything out. They made everything, to, yeah, turn it into, you know, and, and the, the and the manure from all the animals is what really kicked it in. Because remember, you they usually have a cow, right? Every farm right. has at least one or two cows, right? Yeah, yeah. And the cow is one of the uh, most important animals that you can you can use the manure from. Mm -hmm. And I uh, I studied I studied Rudolf Steiner's systems. Uh, right. Uh, well, Rudolf Steiner entirely because he's a really cool guy. They see that did Wardoff, or mm -hmm. Wardoff, the school, you know. Yeah, uh, I'm not Rodale. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, War uh, W O Wardoff W R D O F Wardoff I think it's called Wardoff. Okay. And yeah, he, but he also started the biodynamic system. Okay. And so I was uh, I when I, uh, one of the things that I found really very really interesting. This is like when I was really super young. I don't know if it was before or after the service. Let me think for a second. I think it was directly after the service. Uh, 1970, 1970, 71. Okay, so uh, at, so at that time I started reading. Uh, I read, uh, you know, uh, his book, uh, 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 various different books on the biodynamics. And one of the things I found really super interesting was, well, a whole bunch of things. Okay, because one of the things, you know, is biodynamic preparations. Yeah. Well, these are basic ways that you can get minerals. Mm-hmm. Well, the animal has ate the, the what's coming up in the, the their feed source, and they're getting the minerals when they're bringing those minerals into their manures. Well, they, their their idea was a little bit different. I mean, he he, he didn't exactly what he did was he said, okay, uh, we want uh, we the the minerals. We we will get the minerals from the plants. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool! Send it over to me. I could use it. Uh, she's up here with me, Andy. Yeah, I don't okay. think you want her to ship manure down to California. Okay? Well, I'll, I'll hold the horse manure, right? right. Yeah. 15 years, if the, if the horse manure is 15 years old, you're lucky there's anything left with it. I mean, it's hardly, it's a long time for it to be be sitting there and aging, you know I mean? You know what I mean? I, I would think that, you know, but it's probably like a giant massive pile of stuff. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And mixed with straw and everything yeah, right. else. The farmers right. around here, we, we build them about 15, 20 feet tall and long. It really, gets, it really gets well done. It's not like other yeah. places where the wind comes and blows it away. And after, after yes. months, it's totally yeah. dead, you know. But, uh, but so one of the things, that, so the main thing he was saying, we get trace minerals from plants. We don't need... Yeah. You don't need to, to do manure or anything like that. You get it from your plants because he evolved that. But one of the things they really was into was the cow stomach. Right. He wasn't into the cow manure, but he was into the cow stomach. 
So well, was, was he the guy that cut the hole in the side of the cow to put his arm in to, to test the two stomachs or something? Was that Ralph Steiner? Very possible because he was really fascinated by the stomach. He would take, okay. uh, when, when he butchered the cow, he would take the stomach. And in the stomach is where he would make his preparations and he would bury it. Okay. And after a certain length of time, we bring it up because the philosophy is that the microbes in the stomach interact with whatever you put in there and make it uh, make it happen. Okay. See, right? So that that to me, because yeah, I, I and I never it, it would have been cool if I could have gone up to him. Excuse me, sir, but I have to ask you this. So let me get this straight: the manure is no good, but their stomach is good. And I, you know, because to me, there's nothing wrong with the manure. The manure has some microbes in it. And if it's a horse mm -hmm. is organic and healthy and all that stuff, it's perfectly. A good organic farmer learns to use everything. And manure is part of what, what one of the most natural things to happen. I mean, think about, okay, even just maybe 100 years ago, 200 years, it's not a long time ago, just even 200 years ago, there was 10 times more animals flying around doing stuff than doing stuff. Even a 500 years ago, there were 1,000 years ago. So imagine 10,000 years ago, how many animals will be running around the earth right now? There will be trillions and trillions of every kind of birds you can think of, every kind of animals you can think of. They're all going to be like, you have an animal traffic cop. Okay, beep, beep, this way, that way. I mean, birds will fly from one part of the world to another yeah, part. Yeah. Animals will be going. There's no such thing as fences. I mean, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And they all do several things in common, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Eat and breathe. Shit. Right, right. They <laughs> eat, they breathe, and they shit. Exactly right. And, and that manure is so an incredible part of the whole system. Yeah, yeah. And different animals, because they have different, so it comes down to, you know, we say, we, uh, uh, you and I like to say it's the minerals, but it's also really the stomach. <laughs> well, you know? think, consider it, Andy. What makes that manure... Um, it's it's the reject from the biology in the animal's gut, um, and it's the stuff that's rejected that's going out the other end. So, you know, it, it's uh, you're getting the warehouse, not just you know the product that comes out. You're getting all of the the different biology. The 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 right exactly the. So I learned that to, to actually look for different types. Hey, diggity dank, different types of animals. Yeah. So yep. I would go out. So when I lived in Florida, I, I had I would go chickens because I, I mm -hmm. would drive out by a place and I would go over there. Chicken is a it's not the best manure, but it's a really hot manure, so you can use yeah. it really as an energy source for your compost, right? So it it it's, it'll burn things, but if you process your compost, it really gets hot really easy. And you have to be careful because they really go. Vzz. So that's yes. chicken. Yeah. I, I used to get uh, elephant manure. The Barlin Bay really Brothers Circus would call me up. So you're into manure. You want some elephant shit? I said okay. And no way I could get any any of. I, I would only get a certain amount with me in my pickup. The rest of it is like I can't I can't take all this. And so I get and I would go to I, I would get um, a, a cow cattle cow. You know I would get a rabbit. Um, yeah. Uh, and rabbits cold. Rabbits, cold, and different yeah. types of llamas, llama, llamas. Yeah, um, alpacas is alpacas, really cool. right, those, those things. Yeah. So I would actually go to the zoo, and lots of times the zoo would give me all. The only thing I wouldn't take is uh, lion poop, you know, uh, carnivorous poop. Yeah. So, and that's because they, there's a parasite that won't get killed in the compost. Yeah. You may end up with it everyway. 
So, yeah, the chicken, the peacock, everything you got can go right other than you can't put your kitty cat stuff in, no carnivorous stuff, you know, but pretty much everything. And not just the poop, but if you learn that the chickens has feathers and eggs, your shells. So yeah. animals all have, they all have all different kinds of hair stuff that they have to drop around. Hair is 99% nitrogen. You know, and then when they, uh, when they ideally, the ideal scenario would be you, you kill them, you eat them, and then you use the rest of it. Yeah. See, you well, you, have you ran into time. Gabe Brown? Gabe Brown? Yeah. Um, mm. He he basically it's animal husbandry where um, he goes from from uh, the cows uh, to goats to pigs down, right down to the chickens uh, in a rotation, a crop rotation. Well, that he eats them. That he eats them. Um, oh. I I well, yeah, well, they eat the cows, they eat the chickens, they eat the eggs. What do you, you know, mean by rotation? He, he grows them differently. Um, okay, the so year, you, you have I'm gonna a look at you on Wednesday and the chickens on Thursday, or I, you uh, have a field, yeah, okay, that your grass is so high, you put your cattle in, the yeah. cattle eat the grass. Oh, down. he rotates the animals, you, you move, yeah, you move your cattle in, you bring your goats in because they'll eat the different stuff, and then it you bring your pigs in, you move the goats out, bring the pigs in. And then you bring take the pigs out, bring the chickens in, and they finish breaking everything down, and that's the full rotation. Then you let your grass that, grow back up that again. That is absolute genius because it makes totally logical sense. You're imitating yeah. nature. Rotational grazing. Rotational grazing, that is one of the yeah. best things you could possibly do. And, you, of course, you're in, in that grazing, you also include planting because you do tend to reseed it with whatever it is you want them to eat. A lot of times it's just wheat. But if you really want to cultivate an area, you actually plant it in certain things. And when it grows, the animals eat it, rotates that too. You see what I mean, right? Yeah. Well, and we got a problem here with Diane. She says, I can't eat my birds. <laughs> Once I make eye contact, I can't eat them. I'll, I'll tell you, Diane, I'll tell you something. When I, I lived up Deer Creek, uh, it was like a 14-acre farm over here in Malibu. That's up uh, Yerba Bueno. Uh, I got a garden, and of course, it was a fenced-in area, which I had to go. I had 14 chickens, and the, the, the my neighbor, my friend, came to live with me. He had a, a malamute, killed 12 of the chickens. That was that's another story. So, but I got the chickens again, and uh, I would, uh, of course, name them, uh, and I would mm -hmm. teach the chickens. They have coyotes who come around and try to kill them. So I teach it, the male, the daddy and mommy chicken, throw them up a tree on a regular basis. They say, what are you doing? I kept throwing them up the tree because I don't clip their, their wings. Throw them, and one day they just stayed up there. Hey, this is nice. And then every night they would fly up to the, up there. And roost in the trees, there, yeah. right? And, and, uh, and uh, they taught their kids that. When the kids are big enough to fly, they will be right up there too. So yeah. you have this tree. And the biggest problem is, so they 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 were they had the 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 coyotes under control, but they were more susceptible to the hawks. And the, there was some other bird up there that was wanting to get at them, you know. So I I yeah. tried to make a deal with the hawk. I gave the hawk food. Here's some food. They'll take my chicken. Maybe if they're full, they wouldn't do that. But the, but the the idea is very sound logical. because I, I still that's why I also blend different types of trace minerals, not just one. Yeah. You don't want to say, and again, it's a really, I was, so, I was just doing a uh, my podcast on how to control ants. Right. So, uh, one of the things about it is that biodiversity of the of the biology of the microorganisms in the soil, the more biodiversity is there, the more abundant is there, the less any disease or pest 
will be able to control to to take uh to uh what do they call it uh you know get out of hand <laughs> out, out of control yeah take you over know. yeah and, and and that's the way and that's the way i deal with ants i stick the biology on them but the biology that i i use is especially done to get a blend of as many different systems as i can because i buy i buy things which i would love to go over with with people who, who, who could say, well, that's a good product, or no, this has been that, there's nothing there, you know, because I, yeah. I look at it, and the only way it works for me is I use it, if, oh, I get results, cool, it doesn't work, I can move on to the next, because I can't really tell, and I, I don't know, because, you know, you see these bags, that says billions of microbes, and all that stuff in the stores, and on Amazon, okay, well, is that any good or not, and I can't tell, I don't have a microphone, I can't send them off to a lab, my, whoa, 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 not a microphone, Andy. Okay, a microscope. microscope. <laughs> okay, microscope. big difference. Microscope. So I, I had to just go by, and this is the way it's been for, with me since I started doing this. Long, long time ago, I it was, oh, look, this has got, it says in the ad, it's got a microbe. And this, okay, cool. And Let's I, try it and a, find out, right? Can I have a lab report or something that says, other than the company saying we got, so, it, it, so I can't. So I have to. I just have to let it go and only do it on re, on results. I would do yeah. something, and I'm such a good gardener. I pay attention to everything, right? So I go to people's. I, You're I, the I, most I, important person in the garden, Andy. That's you because you're paying attention. These people live there, and they don't notice the change. So this one one lady calls me up. Her tree was like freaking dying. Oh my god, it's dying. And then, and then uh, two months later, it's like a third of it's green again. And she, I don't know if there's any difference. And she's she like, <laughs> but, yeah. but um, it's, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> where, where was I talking about this? I lost it. What, what, what? what? Tell you, me. you were talking uh, about, um, and yeah. see, you made me lose it too because you made me <laughs> laugh. Okay, but, uh, but some lady and and uh, you put, <laughs> sprayed that stuff on her yard and she didn't get it or something. I don't know what I was talking about. I think I, I may have been talking about um, uh, when you buy the mi the microbes in the stores. And yes, on, yeah. and, and not getting the testing and and and, and like Diane said, squirrel. <laughs> Right, or or online, and you have no idea what it really works. And a lot of times, yeah. Uh, when I used to go to, uh, I told you about when I went to Fayetteville, Arkansas, to do the, the conference, I would buy this product called Nitron 835. And again, I can't really look at it under a microscope or yeah. anything other than you know you came and you look at it this way. You can't, you know. So you just have to take their word at what it is, what they say it is. A lot of stuff is that way. You buy something, you go well. This has got one billion mic uh, uh, microbes of this variety, and so I guess they either freeze dry it, they do something to it, because you you know. It's, but you, when you add water to it, it's definitely there. Yep. Something's going on there. So I just have to go with it, and and the results are, they get really really cool when I find something that really works. Mm -hmm. People call me up and says, "What the hell are you doing, boy? What are you doing? You go and and it's uh, one. Uh, the, so I, I I'll, I'll give you two examples. One tree has uh, their their pine their cypress pines mm -hmm. they have a, a disease uh and uh the uh the disease is one that would normally kill the the plant 
I think right. it's for cerium wilt. And, and what it does is that you see a big yellow part of the, of the tree, of the branch or something, and all the rest of it turns yellow and gold, and it, it dies. You're ringing, Andy. Um, no, just, 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 just because of that, Andy, I'm going to do this. Okay? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to add there. You, are you an earth warrior, half the earth, or heal the earth, uh, and you heal yourself the invisible right. gardener someone made that for you andy yes a very nice lady in wales mm -hmm. uh, she uh, she heard about me she was really into the healing of the soil she came over hung out over here for a while went out spraying with me to some pictures she has a very incredible artist uh, she's doing artwork for kids you yeah. know, basically, the, the youth of today has got a lot of stuff going on, so they have to just keep it going. Well, and that's that's one of the things that I would love to, to see more of is the youth, the, the schools learning about biology, learning about growing, um, you know, learning about how plants work and how the biology works in the plant and in our bodies because it's a, such a synergistic relationship. I think that we start them young so they, so they understand that everything's alive and you have to treat it as such and you have to learn, you know, uh, it's, it's about the things that are alive and what you do. Like you, you automatically would feed your cat, feed your dog. So, yeah. you know, these are... But the, feed the biology. Right, nobody <laughs> thinks about feeding the biology. Exactly yeah. right. They don't even think that it's a living thing, it's just a soil. And, they, and so therefore they are, do not understand the basic law of cause and effect because when they, they, they and they grow up to be a person that will call me and say this tree is sick and it's not doing well and you need to spray it just spray just don't don't look at anything else i just want you to spray how much would it cost you to spray that and i tell them i would i would my favorite thing to tell a person is look uh I, if you want me to heal your finger i have to look at your body mm -hmm. there's an easy way to fix your finger i just cut it off but you still have yeah. a problem, <laughs> and then the other I have to cut off all the other fingers too. And, and, but so it's and they they just uh, uh, it's not their fault because that's how they grew up. They they watch TV. That's how they oh, were yeah. taught. Nobody on TV says, you know, this will feed your soil. <laughs> you know, I take you know that you don't see that as a commercial product that you know feeds it. The fertilizer. I, I don't know. I haven't watched TV commercials for like 15 years. Who knows? Maybe they do have commercials like that now, Andy. No, that's it. Uh, all of it's really just if, if, if you see an organic fertilizer, which you really don't because it costs so much, you only see the chemical ones yeah, uh, on, yeah. on the boob tube, you know. And one of the biggest chemical company bought is now in the organic fertilizer business selling it to pot people. Just uh, a slight warning because you know who, which, which company that is. But uh, it's, so it's uh, so it's um, again. I, Andy, I, would you ever consider starting to use a microscope just for yeah, the? I, I, I'm actually, I'm actually looking. I looked at uh, on Amazon. I found one that was like, no, I, I, the, I think uh, Elaine Ingram pointed out to a microscope place on one. On, Swift, on one of I think, is is the name. Is is it's, it's one, on one of our lectures. So I went up there and I found one that looks pretty, really cool. It's $398, something like that to yeah. the, for the microscope. And you want to make sure that you get one with good optics that you can hook your computer up to? Yeah, then exactly you can actually right. look on it, look on the exactly big right. monitor. 
I need that. I got bad eyes now. Yeah, I couldn't see myself. Exactly right. Because yeah, a long time ago when I went to University of Florida and University of Texas, they all have microscopes and we can look. We can look through there, you know, to what's going on. But I always I like to try to to figure show that do do more stuff with with my customers in terms of what going on with the soil. I have this really cool. The I want to get her on. As a matter of fact, I'm going to call them up real soon. They do a Soil microbe test kit. Okay, a soil microbe test kit. Right, right. So, so, they, so you can uh, bring it. As a matter of fact, I have it, and uh, you can open it up, and you can put your so, the soil in there, and, and it gives you an idea whether you have microbes or not. Well, I think something will range like that tells you. I, I, I think we should have her opportunity. Yeah, they, you're, I, I want to find out more about this because that's a tough one. Right, you know, you know I mean, because I, I haven't really used it, but that's the idea. And I, I yeah. and you have to, because I, I was, gonna, uh, I have a customer who the a gardener makes compost, but he doesn't do what I asked him to. And the secondly, he'll make compost, and I'll probably be sitting there for weeks, if not months. So what's wrong with a pile of compost sitting there for weeks, if not months? Make well, it, it has to be turned for one. So once it's cooked already, once it's done. Oh, 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 well, then if it's getting rained on, then it's washing everything down into the soil and washing it away. You're not, or if it's not raining. You can use the compost in this other area. There's not going to be anything there. Or if it's not raining, if it's just really super hot. Well, yeah, I, I see. I get rain. You get that you know, California heat. Yeah, where yeah. That's down. Yes, they, I can they, understand. They get that. baked. And yeah. so, uh, and I, t- and I, then he puts them in bags and they sit out there for a while, a long time in the yeah. bags in the heat. And I, yeah. and I can hear, I can hear the little cries around. Don't worry, Judy, I'll save you. Here, drink some of my, drink some of my blood, Judy, don't die. It's like, what? It's, it's really not even, because he, he misses the point that you want the soil, the, the compost, to be alive with the with the biology. Yeah. That's the whole purpose, in my opinion, of really doing the best. And the best compost I've ever, ever done had a, such a wide range of manure in it that I didn't even have. And a little bit of rock dust, because all this wide range also it translates to trace minerals, wide range of trace minerals. Because well, you have to give the biology them. the building blocks to build things. If they don't have the two by fours and you know the everything to build that structure, you know, and that is the the micronutrients. That is the rock dust. That is those components. So what's interesting too is that the animals, because they're of their different makeup, absorb different trace minerals more than other mm-hmm. animals. Yeah. So that's why you get the blend, and you get the blend of trace minerals. And yep. I like that the best because I don't have to worry about getting all the 96 trace minerals because there they are. Yes. And you, if, yep. if you're a little bit freaky like me, you can also, when I was young, I used to get uh, soft rock phosphate, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Uh, yep. I used to get uh, uh, a couple of different types of, I get glacial rock dust. I would get, uh, uh, of course, the famous acemite rock dust. Uh, yeah, get, yeah. Uh, another one called Keldine, another one called Agrimin, which is alluvium clay. I told you about the alluvium clay. Yeah. Have you ever uh, used that green sand? Green sand was the other one. Green sand. Yeah. So yeah. I would order New Jersey green sand. Oh, cool. Out of Jersey. Uh, the New Jersey, Jersey Shaw. Now you're affecting the Jersey Shaw. It's the only place in the United States you can get green sand. It's called New Jersey green sand. 
You okay. get green sand from other parts of the world. I'm pretty sure in Canada or some places you can get green sand. Uh, well, I, I get mine from Gaia Green, um, and I'm not sure where they're sourcing it from, to be honestly. Well, uh, and it, that company bought them out too, by the way. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm actually looking yeah. There's a guy in, in uh, the Kootenays. That, um, What's might that? Be, What's what's that? The Kootenays is uh, an area in Canada in southern BC where there's a lot of organic uh, old hippies like Andy Lopez that live there and grow uh, in in a a better methodology. But what does it have to do with the green sand? They they poop green sand? They make green sand? Oh, no. No, oh. I don't know. They they might have something in their poop, but I don't know if it's green sand. They gr- do a lot of green weed, though. So I like the New Jersey green sand. There's actually in in, uh, in upstate New York. There's a company, okay. uh, and it's okay if I mention the name of the company. Sure. It's called Fur Trail. F E R T R E L L Fur Trail. Okay. Yes, look it up. Fur Trail. F E R. T- I'm not gonna do it, man. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to. No, that's okay, but it's for trail. And basically, okay. what it is, is that they took a blend of different items and crushed them all together. Okay. Um, seashells, uh, rock to, dust. To, to in into their green sand as a mixture. No, it's not. This is not a green sand. This is a product. Okay, this is a product that they've. Yep. Okay, yeah. And they grind it up, so it's, it's so it became like a dust. Uh, and mm-hmm. they have different kinds of rocks in there, and they're still around. They've been around. I that was one of the first companies I bought uh, a trace metal product, and it has. And that's back from what the seventy seventy five. Yeah, right. It's, uh, in the early uh, early seventies. Yeah, and they're still around, so they're a damn good product. Right, they're still and they're still around because when I moved to Florida, I'm all the way down to Southern Florida, and uh, Homestead, and that was in the eighties. When we mm-hmm. when I left, I came to uh, Malibu '84, so '80 to you know '78, '79, '81, all the way up to '84. Yep, yep. I was buying from from this this company. That's that's pretty good there. And, and then I think I just uh, I went online and looked them up, and they're still the website is still there. I was thinking okay. of ordering because they they yep. have one of the best blends uh, available because you. What that really does, that feeds the microbes. It's a wonderful blend for micro food. Okay. See, right? They really love that, that blend of stuff. It's like the earth blend them and crush them all together. And they'll, they'll make this amazing liquid. Because I, mm-hmm. I I try to feed the worms for them. But it's too much for the worms to eat that. <laughs> They're not going to eat that. But it, it's, a, it's a good, it's a good, you can make a liquid out of it. I make, what I do is I make a tea out of it. But I learned to make a, uh, uh, a you know, bubble the tea and mix other microbes. If you do it in that environment, they they really like that too. So yeah. Well, if you're and especially you know because you're keeping them warm and oxygenated with all those bubbles of oxygen. Yeah. And they like to really proliferate in in that environment for some reason. That's that's right. So and, and this is a perfect food for them. Because even with rock dust, I can still do the rock dust, but it has to be a very small. I've learned that you add too much because it's too alkaline. If you make mm-hmm. it too, uh, the, the microbes won't survive at all. But yeah, you, less is more. Exactly. You know right. what, what does Leighton say? Do you remember what Leighton says, Andy? Don't make a moron of yourself. Uh, no, don't be a moron. Don't, be a don't moron. keep putting more in right. the mix. Don't be a moron. Yeah, less yeah. is more. 
Exactly <laughs> right. And so it's, it's, a, it's more like a homeopathic medicine because I find in 100 gallons, uh, if I'm putting in a sock, it would have to be a third of that sock, a tiny little ball, not the whole yeah. sock worth. That tiny little ball of a, of a rock dust blend or this other product blend in 100 gallons of, of nice, clean, distilled water it only needs one gallon of a starter. You, you get a, whether you get your worm juice or whether you have compost. You know, you're making compost. You have animal manure, or if you have compost, you want to get the juice. You want to make ideally what you want to do is you also want to get a a a, 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 a sock worth of your compost. Make a tea out bag out of that. And put that together with the other product yeah, in the okay. water. Before we take a step further what? than that, because somebody's gonna go, what size is sock, Andy? Okay. What size of sock? Well, it's not a woman's sock. And okay, so it's not a nylon. You're not talking about a nylon here. You know what are you talking about, brother? Yeah, it's a, a, a nylon sock will be fine because if you want to make a tea bagger, so any any kind of object you can that you can get that, to make a tea bag out of it. There are probably oh, other yeah. things you can buy actually for making tea bags, but I've always taken a sock. Uh, my wife would give me her, her nylon things. You have the foot part that that makes a nice. Uh, place to tie it make a tea bag out of it or even regular socks you just tie them up into tea bags lots of different ways the point is and it's about half a cup mm -hmm. well, that's what i do cup. with my worm castings i just throw a, a couple of handfuls into a woman's nylon and rinse it into a sprayer and then just spray that on my soil and get right. that the, the that biology from it Right, so 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 ideally, if you really want to uh, be feeding the, the biology that you have, so we, what you you do that you ha you have a your uh, your tea bag of your your biology, which would be whatever way you to get it, the soil, the compost, yeah. whatever you, you want to to use, and then you have the, the the mineral source, which is a really wide blend of things that you can just crush together in a very fine form because the when it's 200 yeah. minutes fine, it literally dissolves in the water. And those little guys are in the water too. And if you're bubbling it and you have a clean water environment, 10 minutes of that, you have a, a you can you won't find any place that doesn't have any microbes in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you do if you get about if you and you, you don't want to do like I did, which was I did 10 minutes and I forgot about it and I went out the next morning, you can you'll know. You say, oh, I yeah. forgot to, to empty it because there they were. They were sitting up there going, hey, bro, I think we better get to work now because, you know, like, we're we're all here. <laughs> and I go, holy cow, right? Yeah, time to wake up and go to work, guys. Come on, come on. Exactly right. So, yeah. but that's that's the, 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 important, the importance of, it, it can't be understated, the importance of, the different types of microbes. I don't know if we were talking, you and I were mm -hmm. talking together, how one microbe does something and another microbe does something different, but they both share together how it works. Are they all blend, work together because it's thousands, if not millions of different types of little creatures doing things, and yet they all share it together and make it work. Yeah. And each one, of them, as if each one has a tiny little task, and that task helps to get all the trace minerals out. Maybe one guy specializes in calcium, maybe, right? Another yeah. guy maybe specializes but that's the that's the point. You want if that's happening, and if you can make that happen, and you don't have to do it, you don't have to be a chemist. How much no. of this can I put to? And even then, you can't dump the, a pound of calcium or even rock dust throw it in the ground. You don't have the biology. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. 
Well, right? and that's what's happening in a lot of our soil systems now. A lot of the nutrients are in the soil, but the biology isn't there to break it out of the, the soil because it's just, well, we don't the, have, what, have living soil anymore. In terms of the nutrients, what, what's in the soil are the trace minerals. And, and it may not have any organic matter. It may not have any water. It may not have any anything going for the biology. But the, the trace minerals will always be there to a certain extent that they, yeah. they can, can be pulled up. And even then, there could be a deficiency because normally throughout the millennium, it's constantly being replenished. The cycle is always, there's always old stuff coming online, you know, because there's more new stuff all the time. So, and I don't think that's been happening in the last few thousand, well, maybe 10, 15,000 years, 20,000 years old, since, since we have started going around the world better and farming more and killing more animals and destroying the environment. This has been going on for a long time now, killing trillions and trillions of animals or the process that Mother Nature has to set up. Imagine lots of people go and cut down a forest and they keep it clean. Now they have a farm there. Well, there goes that production system, not there anymore. You know, to produce soil, produce soil, produce soil, right? Mm -hmm. So I call that soil deficiency, right? When it's, when it becomes deficient, it was normally supposed to, to happen. So we should assume that that's exactly what's happening, and we should uh, help it to get back to where we where we would like it to be. Especially if it's your property, like your property, well, yeah, it's yours. Yeah. You know, so that's what you. So you'll go. You you have to learn. What it is is a, 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 like sustainability. You learn sustainability from Mother Nature. You look at what she does and how she makes it last. Mm -hmm. And in terms of the, of the biology, whether it be human or animal or insect, we're all tied into availability of trace minerals, so where yeah. we can get it or not. The building blocks. Because if you can't make the biology, can't make the cell, then that plant doesn't grow. That animal doesn't exist. That's you the know, building it's box. All, it's right. all together. That's the building blocks. And what's really cool is the inter... I, I'm not sure exactly how to say it, but it's like an internet, but through the... Through the, uh, through the uh, it would be like Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Insects and animals and birds and trees, and everything living has a, a type of Wi-Fi. There's no physical connection. What's cool about, about that, too, is that in the soil, there is where the physical connection is. It's like the wiring goes out throughout the earth, right? But that wiring also produces a, a field that the all living things can interact with. But that's how we interact with it. See, yeah. we're, not, we're no longer physically hooked into the earth, are we? We were at one time. But now we can move well, around. So look at the rubber. In every type of shoe, or 99.9%, right. .9 it's rubber. What What's insulation. the insulation from our touching the soil and touching the energy field, the human resonance, the, exactly. the energy that everything is supposed to be, we don't even touch it anymore. And that's what's so cool about it, because see, when we decide to separate from the soil, we say, mm -hmm. okay, we'll do it under one condition, that, that we are, are not, we may be physically able to move, but we are not separated, mm -hmm. right? So just by, because uh, the skin is one of your largest organs of life. That, uh, that yes. That's yeah. true. So it, it only makes sense just by touching the earth, you're already in communication with it. Mm -hmm. You're intermingling. And there's a name I was trying to think of before I came here, but it basically means that you get two objects, no matter how far apart they are. But if they're intertwined, intermingled, I forget what they call it, you know, 
they can communicate instantly with each other. Cosmically connected? No. Uh, yeah, I've seen them split an atom in half. But... I think they call it entrapment. Yeah. I, I've, I've watched it an experiment where they took an atom or a molecule and they split it in half and they put one uh, uh, half a mile away and one here. They'd affect this one and this one would react exactly at the same time. Right, it was right. all just, yeah, it didn't matter. Time and space didn't matter and distance There's a name for matter. it. I haven't really gotten it, but I think it's entrapment. Yeah. It could be. I can't remember. Where you where basically your your energy and their energy are, are intertwined with each other, so yeah. connected. And uh, physical space doesn't matter. So yeah. one of the things that a, I don't want to get too far off of this because we we still have twenty <laughs> minutes to go. But I, I one of the things I talk about is the black holes and how yeah. the black holes are connected to each other and how you can travel between one black hole or another. This has to do with what we we're just talking about here. Okay, so we'll leave that there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, oh no! We, we, do we want to go into quantum physics and how? Oh many, yeah, I love know, quantum physics. Like, yeah, yeah, I love quantum physics. That's one of my favorite favorite subjects. Entanglement. There we go. Entanglement, right? Entanglement. That's exactly what it Thank is. You. It's entanglement, and that's so cool because you learn uh, how the uh, that you can actually com, com, not just communicate with because when if you if you go sit in a, in a forest, your your energy is entangled with the energy of the being. And this is one big giant being. If you think of this massive, just say mycelium, all miles and miles and miles, if not mm -hmm. all big. Can you tell me is that lots of little ones, or or is this one big giant being there? You know what I'm saying? It's right? one big giant planet, Andy. Exactly if, if right. We let, it, if we let it be. Where does it stop? It's the planet. Exactly yeah. right. Right. It's the yeah. whole thing. There is. Cool. There's no. 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 Like yeah. Like uh, that's why uh, you know I I believe in in you know, uh, us as a species on uh, this entire planet. Exactly right. And even in yeah. an airplane, when you're flying, what are you doing? You're flying through that energy field. That's how you yeah. get elect electricity. A generator circulates through an energy field. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't have to be a physical view. We're, 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 so we have our own energy fields. Everything yeah. has an energy field and we inter interact with each other. The energy field is very heavily dependent on trace minerals. If you remember what I told you a long time ago about the real reason why we eat trace minerals, you remember? Were you too stoned to remember, huh? Um, why we eat trace minerals? Really we were talking about the energy flows through space yeah, yeah. and how it passes through the yeah, you're there. You're a, a millisecond and how it can affect uh, no, it's, on it's our bodies. It's a nanocharge. It's a, a nanosecond. Okay, one sorry, nanosecond. One billionth of a second. Being is like holy cow, <laughs> yeah. right, right, and and that's been going on for way before the human race was here, and all creatures on this planet, and probably every other planet in the universe. It's getting well, beyond those beings. Those living. particles have been flying from the center of the world, or exactly, and it will keep on going to the outward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the so way like, that. We have evolved to use that energy. It's really cool because that's also part of the of the web. You can see how that whole thing is connected. And but so the trace minerals is really a cool uh, thing we're going through because without that we would not be able to have any brains. We would not be able to communicate. We would not be the, the human beings that we are. We're very special beings, and we can't understand these other things. Most creatures don't even know that they're talking. There's all their languages, whatever. Right? They're doing their own little thing. So yeah. we have a cool system going here that we can just and 
And we have the ability to really do do right by the earth. And and if you want to, you can make it a fantastic place yourself. That's the key. Yeah. Get your own place looking so hot, people back up when they drive by and go, I'm afraid I don't want to go in there. I don't know. I don't, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, no. It, it, it would be the little old ladies walking down the street, and you know, with their little pads going, ooh, now that's a nice place there. Let's go see if they'll be in our contest and win this prize, you know. Yeah, it's so uh, anyway, uh, the, the thing to do, like I said, is is uh, there's always Mother Nature already developed has already created the, the car for us to drive. We don't have to reinvent it. Yeah. Yeah. And so and it's a really beautiful car. Once you learn that how the mechanism works, you have to turn the key in. You have to see certain things make sense. And, and we're it's not, actually we pretty simple, isn't it, Andy? We haven't it been very right good. Down at, to it. Right. We have not been very good at taking care of the car, doing the oil change, and doing everything you need. And that's what we have to do. We have to. So for your own place, that's where you start. And ideally, yeah. you want it to key into not just the trace minerals, but how you, you're you're going to get that. How are well, you going to? How do you're going to get the trace minerals? And then also, we understand now where we we know that we need the biology to be able to use those trace minerals. You understand without that. it. Well, but, but people, a lot of people are like, dude, I can't eat iron, calcium, magnesium, all this stuff. I, how, how am I going to? And I throw it in the ground, and the, the trees are going to get it right. And it's like, yeah, that's where they're at. That's where they're at. And the, and the chemicals you buy now, none of them are, are, are based upon as many trace minerals you have. I think they're lucky if you have three three different elements in there, or maybe six, you know, elements. You know, but, right? and and MPK, the stuff you buy at the store, and I think yeah, they they have slowly started to come up with what our plants actually more. need. You know, then it's a new improved product, and they can charge more for it. Yeah, the, the, I think the one has like four. They will have a little car, a little. Uh, uh, copper in it and something maybe iron uh, maybe yeah. magnesium uh, and I, I don't think I've ever seen one with calcium in it but and but you can buy one you can buy a a, 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 a trace mineral fertilizer with trace minerals in it but it, this is the whole point because it's like giving a, a cocaine addict more cocaine to get over the cocaine problem yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll feel really good, but I don't think he's gonna really solve his his problem. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna. You know what I mean? It's not. It sells the cocaine. Yeah. And the chemical fertilizer, cocaine for the soil. So you have to treat it as if the poor creature is uh, uh, having is a, a near death experience. It's an addict, right? He is having a near death experience. Yeah. You have to somehow, and and you have you know what's interesting with the earth is that is. You have this little patch of ground. Whatever you do, it just affects you there. It doesn't do anything to the rest of it around you. Everybody else has to do their own thing. So it's like a little patch on your skin. If you got a tiny little guy doing one little thing on one tiny little piece of my skin, well, the rest of the body is still doing its thing. Whether it's going to well, die. Well, Andy, or do you know uh, the the answer to this question, my friend? Yeah. Um, okay. How far does biology travel in the soil every year? Well, 20 feet is not that far, but it's at least 20 ah, feet, maybe it's 50 not that feet. far. They're telling that what science is saying is it only travels an inch. 
An inch a year will biology actually get to be able to move. Oh, I thought I starting thought you said from how scratch. Far down. I thought you said how far down. No, no move laterally, like say say oh, a yeah, field, right. and that's what you're talking about. Okay, I do this on my property. How far is it affecting the property beside me? An inch a year. Well, that's see, there's it. a difference. So the what I I I I I know that, and that's so what I do because I'm really crazy is that. See, that is years of some of certain spots. What if you have it all over the place? So well, that's why you spray everything. They will exactly yeah. right. They will spread out an inch a year, and it won't be very long because the next guy is right next to you, not an inch away. Uh, yeah. Know, so you saturate the whole area, but and then I have tree what I call tree vents, which is basically the same philosophy. They're clay drain pipes I talked to you about. I have a little yeah. microbiology colony, and that one yeah. will do the same thing. An inch a year, slowly but surely stretch out. So, yep. and that's why I put it as close to the root system or in between all the root systems because it won't be long before they get in contact with the roots. And you have four of them around the around the yep. tree: twelve o'clock, one o'clock, three o'clock, and six o'clock. And that will yep. that will cover eventually over the years, right? It'll cover the whole area. Eventually, it'll stretch stretch out. But eventually, yep. it could be hundred years if 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 oh, least, exactly if they don't if spray the and kill them. Yeah, if the environment was still friendly enough for them, because yeah. people started dumping shit, things started to happen, fire, all, blood, right? So that's all. Like, if if everything else stays right, see, right? So it's like it's a tough battle because we are just crazy. We are crazy. Well, and that's where, like, you were talking you're, about, you're thinking about getting into the microscope and and having it attached to your laptop and being at your client's house, taking a sample, shaking it up, putting it under the microscope, and going. Do you see anything moving? And they're going to be going, no. And you take some of your compost right. and you put it under the microscope. Do you see anything moving? And they're going, yeah, that's life. If you don't have that, you got dead dirt. You don't now you, hit it. It, now you hit it right on a nail because that, that so that what I have to do is it's a complicated problem because I have to buy a, a, a microscope that I can uh, power uh, through my car, which is okay because I got a converter, put the thing in the battery. Yeah, an inverter. Yeah. There. Right, and so I have to get, but it has to be powerful enough. So I'm trying to rig up a little kit that I I can have the microscope there, plug it in, yeah. and and look because that's why I got this little. I told you about this micro kit, you know, you can order, but there's some problems. Yeah, yeah. The problem is you have to. Uh, uh, well, it doesn't really tell you. You don't really see. It's just a. a I have to look at it. I don't think it's a microscope you look at. It's a, it's a simple indicator of activity, a life of something going on in there. It's, I don't know if it's a, a changes color or whatever. I, I have to. I have to see. Yeah, I, I'm really curious to know. Okay, yeah, I, I can drop some soil in here, and it's going to tell me there's life yeah, in there. I, I'm going to have to uh, talk to this yeah. because the problem is, is that it's that uh, I I like to I like to be able to. I, for one thing, I can't show it to anybody, so yeah. I, I I lose that ability to say, "Here, look at this." Because you know, yeah. they, they can yeah. look at it, but I can't show it. This, I'm having the same problem with a refractometer. I love to be able to have everybody see what I see in my with a refractometer. That would be a really, really cool yeah. tool that we could do. Taking some hooking up the camera to it or something that that you can then see it and, and then yeah. see how it changes. Because that's that's a, a and I want to do something along those lines, but I do still want to do the refractometer. So, so that's well, basically it anyway for. For now, uh, what time? We got yeah. a few more minutes. We got nine yeah, more minutes. I, Eight minutes. Uh yeah, we got nine minutes. So 
Um, actually, this I, I don't know the answer to this one. How fast the fungal hyphae travel? Extremely fast, as far as I understand. Is that the long skinny one? Yeah, that's that's your uh, that's your later generations of fungi that don't exist in the, in the earlier generations. So what I was talking about, guys, was in a field that's dead, and you put a, a strip of biology down. It takes it a year to move laterally an inch. But when you get into the later stages um, and like your fungi and, and that, then the, the process is much faster because those are your super highways of transportation in the soil. But if your biology is below the level um, of having that available in your soil, then it's that inch a year. That's where Andy sprays the whole tree and then the soil. Spray the to, people to in the car. The yeah, you probably should spray the people. They probably feel a lot healthier if you did, actually. Spray everybody, the cars, the windows, the do doors, everything. Yeah, and mycelium <laughs> is made of, of, of the hypey, yeah. Yeah, mycelium is the number one, probably one of the things I've been using the earliest because I, I knew about mycorrhiza yeah. a long time before I, I, I was able to look up uh, different types of other kinds of microbes. So yeah, and of course the two what I associate with my mycorrhizae is mushrooms, fungi grow yeah. mushroom growing. Well, we used but, to say up here if you have mushrooms popping up in your field, and you're a regenerative farmer, you're doing really good. Exactly right. right. Your soil is yeah. not dead. It's not dead yet. Yeah, it's actually well. Think about it. You've actually reached that higher level of biology that really makes yeah. plants grow. Yeah. You know. It's you're not just uh, 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 bacteria now. You're actually yeah. you got things happening, baby. So one of the things that I I also put in my blend is uh, spores. They're yep. not the they're not the psilocybin type or the elbow types. This is nat natural oh. spore because you don't want to have kids eating anything poison stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. that they become an indicator of whether you know the of when the soil started to come around. Yeah, yeah. And so a lady calls me up. There's all kinds of mushrooms growing here. What are we, what are we gonna do? I says, leave them alone, rake them into the ground, and be, be glad they're coming up. Yes. And, yeah. and there was you another place I did. Them. <laughs> there was another place I did that the uh, person says, "Well, we haven't used any chemicals here, fertilizer or otherwise." So I sprayed. The guy calls me up. There's mushrooms growing everywhere on the, in the little forest we have over here, and mushrooms coming out of the lawn. Is that good? Yeah. Says, yeah, these guys were sleeping, waiting for a good time to come up. And yeah. that's the thing. Like, seeds will come up. They'll germinate. That you, It's like, where'd this plant come from? Well, you finally reached a level where that plant is needed by Mother Nature. So Mother Nature said, these are the parameters for you to wake up. Well, you hit that. And right. now your seed germinates. Same thing with the weeds. I don't call them weeds. I just call them little warriors that come up when we need. I we call need them earlier transitional plants. Right. And they're generally what our soils need as much as our bodies. We what you call weeds. If you look at it in a book where they, you know, um, oh God, uh, apothecaries and natural cures, the weeds are what cures us. Well, it cures the soil. It started with the soil before we even got here. Right. Uh, Steiner says that the reason why weeds are there is because they're, they will, and you can tell what's efficient in the soil by what's in the weed. So if a, mm -hmm. a weed's rich in iron, then the soil's efficient in iron. Exactly. When the tree dies, when the weed dies, 
it drops, you know, it decomposes and brings the iron closer to the surface. Exactly. I, I don't know what coral mushrooms are. Are they little white ones? Or are they a bunch of little tiny round ones? Coral mushrooms. Uh, that I'm not actually sure. Like, I, I don't know my, I don't know my mushrooms. See, I, I have this, uh, a couple of different experts that I reach out to when I want yeah. to talk mushrooms. So, you know. I don't need to know everything. I just right. need to know I enough. Think they, the main thing to tell people is, no, you don't need to eat them. Yeah, um, yeah the don't eat your mushrooms. Most of the time, they're not toxic, but there are some toxic ones. So when you see them <laughs> going, leave, let them go through the cycle, raking back in again. Don't worry yeah. about it. They will, your dog it's will like not eat It's like an apple. That's the fruit of the plant. Right. So I would just leave them alone. It's a really good indicator because I've gone to places many, many years. Nothing will come up. Hard as a rock, and mm. they're watering like crazy. And the only thing that's feeding them is a foliar feeding. That's why I do a foliar feed. That's the only thing keeping yeah. them alive because they're getting intravenously fed, and, and there's, they don't have their biology working. So yeah. they're going to have. Are you finding problems. there's more and more people that are are waking up at least a little bit and at least using like mulches and stuff, Andy? No. I've been in business a long, long time, and since this what seventy two. Yeah, and people are not any better, more conscious of what they're doing. Not then, now than then, you would think. Well, there's got to be more people into organic. I think the same number of people because the old hippies have died, so you have a new group of people, and a lot of them are not necessary. So I would think it hovers around ten percent. You're lucky if it's twenty percent. You know, if it's ten percent that they're inorganic or eating properly and all all that all that kind of stuff, you know. So that's and so nothing hasn't but that translates to how they take care of their property, whether they yeah. they make compost or whether they use they learn how to use mulch. A lot of times they're very confused now because mulch wood chips is not mulch. Bark mm. bark chips is not mulch. Mulch should be something that decomposes and returns to the soil and adds to the, the organic matter. These things are decorative mulches. I mean, they will never painted. decompose. Well, they're a lot painted. of them are painted too. Yeah, painted. Yeah. And and they'll, they'll never decompose and they'll do anything good for the soil. And the ants love it. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, exactly. So, so they have to learn how to uh, turkey toil mushrooms. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I, I like, is it safe to assume turkey toil mushrooms go to a good spot for, for, for plants? Uh, no, they have their own. It depends on, on the biology. Look around, see what plants are nearby, and if it's any similar to what you want to grow, that would be it. But usually, usually it may work the opposite. If you're trying to grow an environment, they may not. Their plants. It depends what plants you. You talk about Mary Jane, because Mary Jane will grow everywhere. <laughs> it is weed, you know. Yeah, it's a weed. Mary Jane will do it just fine. Yeah, if mushrooms are there. It's very active. And she, May and Jane would take off. I would start it really young so it can develop its roots in there, right? Don't plant it uh, mature. Take when you take it out of a uh, out of a uh, container, you know. Well, you know, you think about it. Is it safe to assume the that places mushrooms grow? It's a good uh, spot for plants. Well, you you've reached that level of biology as long as it's not just I took a mushroom block and set it down. Oh, I got mushrooms growing there. It, as if they're yeah, coming right. naturally, then yeah, you've reached a level of high fungal development. You could probably soil. plant fruit trees there. Like yeah. I said, it depends on, on the pH level of the soil there because the biology could still be active in various different pHs. So I would mm -hmm. look around. 
you know, you you know what you can plant there. And so if something's growing where you live, an environment where you live, and the mushrooms are growing, that means, yeah, good, great, then start planting whatever you want. Now, just remember yeah. to keep the biology alive. So when you're doing stuff, you should be Bingo. careful not to destroy what you're doing so that the environment stays and gets even better. Yes. So yep. that's what you want to know. What's that? You, you have to constantly be adding the good shit to it. Yeah, and more roots in the soil, the better, because you get the horizontal gene transfer, you get the mixing of the biology, and you get more rapid growth. But Andy, we're at the hour, brother. No, you're not. It's an illusion. It's fake. Oh. It's all fake. Ah, it's invisible. It's invisible. <laughs> okay, guys, this is my website. You know where it's at, invisiblegardener.com. Take care. Well, I'll, I'll even throw it up there, there invisiblegardener.com. There you go. And don't forget, guys, go to Andy's uh, uh, YouTube channel as well. Uh, he's got some really wild music and art over there. Check out Andy's playlist. You're going to be surprised, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Take care, guys. Hey, right, peace out.